This is an SJC Radio production. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to uh, episode two of series two of Pit Stop. Joined as usual by Ed, Joe and producer Tom. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Ed, um, you're going to get the ball rolling, Ed. Uh, what's up first? First, we have some news. And what, what news do we have then? Well, uh, so firstly, we have Cyril Abitbull, uh, who is leaving Renault. Ed, more on that. Uh, so, yeah, Cyril Abitbull, who's been at Renault for quite a long time now, and I'd say is quite, he's very responsible for a lot of Renault's success, um, is, is leaving. Um, so, yeah. Who's he, who's his replacement, Ed? Uh, I know they've signed, they, well, they haven't signed, but they've got um, the V Brevio from Suzuki yes. MotoGP. I think he's racing director, but as for team principal, I'm not sure okay. uh, who that is. Of course, he did rather well at Suzuki, didn't he? I mean, they won the they won the Riders Championship uh, last year. Um, so yeah, Very good. Um, and Joe, in other news. In other news, uh, Williams have quote given a new role unquote to Jensen Button. He's returning to his former team, Williams, as a senior advisor. Uh, we're not fully sure what this senior advisor role would comprise of, uh, only that he's been uh, appointed as this uh, for the 2021 season uh, with no indication of when this contract will end. I wonder what yeah. the senior advisor actually does. Well, I imagine he'll advise on senior his, things. I imagine he'll use his racing knowledge um, to help the team. Obviously, they're not at the front of the grid at the moment, so perhaps yeah. they're. But I mean, from a technical perspective, he's not going to be able to add anything, is he? I mean, they, they've got lots of highly qualified and I'm sure very talented engineers and what have you. And I'm pretty sure the drivers know what they're doing. I, I, I just wonder what, what input well, he could possibly have. 
Or perhaps not, because both drivers, remember, are quite young. I mean, Nicholas Latifi was a rookie last year, and George Russell is, is, isn't a veteran by any stretch of the imagination. So perhaps they do need some help on how the car will handle or, or feel. Perhaps they do. Like that? Yeah. yeah no, I, no, I, no, okay, that, that, that's a fair comment. That, and also, Jensen Button has his own racing team. Uh, he does. In, I think GT Racing. He does. So perhaps yeah. his knowledge um, could perhaps help Williams in some way. Uh, obviously, Williams has been around a lot longer than Jensen Button's team has, so I don't really see how that could help. No. no. I, I mean, maybe it helps from a sponsorship point of view, having Jensen Button, a well-known face in the team, that might help put in sponsors, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I think, yeah, we, we're so vague about his appointment. I'm not sure we will know for quite some time, maybe. Mm. I guess Nicky Lauda had a similar role, didn't he, at, at Mercedes? He was kind of an advisor, wasn't he? So... Yeah, and he was a massive help to Lewis Hamilton as well. Yeah. And it was a, I think it was a big part in um, why he signed for Mercedes in the first place. Okay. Very uh, good. What he's doing is under um, he, under new ownership, obviously, Williams, no longer a Claire, uh, no longer a family-run team as Claire Williams mm. stepping down. Uh, Doralton Capital obviously have very little racing experience. Yeah. Uh, so they're bringing in Jensen Button to, quote, stabilise the ship. And um, he's going to be working closely with both George Russell and Nicholas Latifi, so that's both the drivers, as a advisor and as part of his role at Williams Jensen will be able to call upon his 30 years of motorsport experience to provide advice and guidance to the team at Grove along with helping support and develop both race and academy drivers okay well, well th- th- thank you for that so thank you for clearing that up Joe is there any more news there's some more news with uh, Jensen Button actually um, is there? he has founded his own extreme e-team uh called jbxe racing um, now, and he's going to drive for them as well well what is an extreme e-team is this like sort of um sort of rally raids or something or what, what is that Ed? yeah yeah it's um pretty much rally racing my understanding is it's rally racing um in some very remote locations and it's so all that- very environmental so cars are electric and um, this, yeah, there's a massive emphasis on um, being very environmentally friendly behind it. Right. Yeah. On the subject of uh, things E, um, Audi and Porsche, they're, they're leaving, or have they left? Formula yeah. E. Yeah. Now. Um, so I think. I think it was being foreshadowed for quite some time, uh, and only ne- I think it was probably one of the worst kept secrets, especially with uh, Porsche, uh, of, with how they're going to leave. Uh, yeah. We didn't really have. Joe, an idea. Do, you, do you know why they're leaving? Uh, no, actually. Well, no, I, I, I I know the answer to this um, because they're going to go back to where they belong. Both Audi and Porsche going to go back to sports car racing. Well, that's surprising, really, because Porsche have only been in the Formula E for two years, haven't they? Maybe mm. even. Yeah. I, I don't really see, and I think I've said this before, I don't see the attraction of a manufacturer participating in Formula E. I think because 
because the cars are all identical. And I, I've said this, I'm just repeating what I said stamp your own. last year. You, you, you look at the Formula E Porsche, the Formula E Audi, they are identical. So from a manufacturer's perspective, I don't really see the appeal. If, if, if they could design their own chassis or if their own bodywork to make them look a bit like a Porsche, a bit like an Audi, I, I would see the appeal. But when, when the um, body shapes are identical, and the only input they have is it in the batteries? No, it's not the batteries, is it? It's in the, yeah, it's in the motors. That, yeah. That's something that the public can't actually see. So I think I think the reason why uh, manufacturers like Porsche and Audi have left Formula E is they're going to go back to sports car racing so they can compete at Le Mans again. There's some new regulations um, coming up. They're called it's called LMDH, whereby um, they're, they're, well, it, it's LMDH basically is a cheap way of manufacturers to go sports car racing. Um, they have sort of four chassis they can choose from, but they can add their own, they have to add their own bodywork uh, to these um, chassis to make them obviously look a bit like their road cars. Um, they've got a standardized hybrid unit. So it, it's a cheap way for manufacturers to go racing, but also um, their cars will look you know, you'll be able to look at a LMDH Porsche and say, yes, that looks like a Porsche and LMDH Audi. Yes, I can see that's an Audi. So I understand where they've gone there. Joe. Staying on the subject of Formula E, uh, McLaren has signed on an option uh, to go into Formula E. Now, I think this um, starts in 2022. Is their option to originally come in? Uh, I'm getting a thumbs up. Um, uh, so nothing has been confirmed whether they will or not, as it is only an option. So if they see fit to do so or not to do so at the time, but they have signed on that clause. Very good. That probably, I tell you what, it doesn't quite wrap up the news because I mentioned last week, um, well, I might have mentioned last week that, that there was qualifying for the, not qualifying, that, that, that's a lie actually was it qualifying yes it was qualifying for the daytona 24 hours last weekend the, the event is this weekend coming and um they had some practice um over the weekend they had qualifying they actually had for the first time ever a qualifying race so the grid for the daytona 24 hours uh is set by the result of the qualifying race the daytona 24 hours is is, is the first really big race uh, of uh, the season. It's the first round of the IMSA Championship, the American Le, Le Mans cars in effect. Um, so there we go. So that, that's this weekend, 24, Daytona 24 hours, big race, classic event, been going for many, many years. Uh, the qualifying has already happened. That was in the form of a race. Uh, I think pole position, I think might be Mazda. I think a Cadillac won the race, but was disqualified. So I think Mazda on pole for that. So that will keep me busy uh, at the weekend. Uh, OK, I think we're moving on now. What's next? Not, not yet. Um, oh. Sorry, sorry to jump in there. Right. Um, there's a little bit of news more from Williams that they're going to be increasing their technical partnership with Mercedes from 2022, which basically means they're going to be taking on some more Mercedes components. That's um, good news. So I, th I think they're going to be using their gearbox, the Mercedes gearbox. Uh, which will be 
I imagine, quite beneficial to the team. Uh, so he's being quite a, a very good team at the moment. So we can perhaps look forward to seeing Williams go up the grid. Maybe not this year, but the next year. Uh, Joe uh, wants to say something thing. else. Yeah. yeah, one more final thing. Uh, just a little bit of news that will probably expand, definitely expand throughout the next few weeks, is only one team has confirmed the launch of their 2021 car. That's Alfa Romeo. And then that will be happening on February the 22nd. Now, moving, moving on, we next have What's Your Favourite? Okay. Now, this week's What Your Favourite, courtesy of Mr Bird, is uh, what is your favourite model car that you would like to own? That's it. That's, it. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. And uh, when, when we say model cars, um, we're talking 118th scale. I think that that's, that's the best scale. So they are quite expensive, 118th model race cars. Um, Ed, what would you go for? Um, you might be a bit surprised at my choice. It's not really okay. my sort of era. But oh. this car is, I'd say, legendary. Um, it's the 1991. Hold McLaren. on, okay, Carl, hold on, pause, pause. Can I, oh, I was going to guess, 1991, legendary. Um, I know that the, it was, there was the MP4-4, which I think was 89. Right. So or, this is the McLaren, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'll put a the night the McLaren. I I thought I'll tell you what well and that's gone on that's gone on the um the Twitter as yeah it is it is a nice looking car isn't it um if I had to get a model Formula One car from 1991 I would go for the Jordan uh, it's got one of the best color schemes ever it's a sort of the the green Jordan with a seven up sponsorship yeah. um. I don't know if somebody can put that onto Twitter, but that's it's a it's a, it's a beautiful looking race car, and the color scheme is amazing. Um, so so hopefully that will go on, on the Twitter feed there. So okay, let's go to Joe then. So Ed's choice is is there. What about what about you? So I've sort of bent the rules here, I'm afraid to say, and yeah. I've I've gone with my favourite model race car, so I currently own them. Uh, so I've got two because it's a dream. That is, that's not really answering the question, is it? But we'll, we'll let you off, uh, Joe. Um, so one of them is a Audi R8 Coupe. And yeah. the other one is a Lamborghini Aventador. That's in matte black where the Audi is in a sort of a glossy white. And the reason I like these so much is these were bought from a very nice, very big um, model railway shop in uh, Aachen which is a, the border town in Germany for sort of France and the Netherlands. And um, I bought them two or three years ago, and I really liked them then, and I still do now. And they sit just below my, uh, sit just below my desktop. So Can I just say, because yeah, I was on that, that trip, uh, if anybody ever goes to Aachen and you like model railways, this model railway shop was incredible, wasn't it, Joe? And I yeah, spent about an hour the... in there and only saw half... Really, I only saw half the shop. I mean, it was it was the biggest model shop I've ever seen, and you, you could spend hours in there quite easily. Obviously, they they, they also lots of scale electrics in there, and obviously some some some, some cars, planes, other things. Yeah. Um, okay, well, 
Joe, jo, you haven't really answered the question, but th th thank you for that, for talking about the arc and, 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 and that shot there. So, Joe, so if, if you could have a 118th model race car, what would it be? Oh, it would probably have to be the current Red Bull, because I think it's a modern yeah. classic. And uh, <laughs> it's not happy with the choice. But I think uh, I I just think it looks really nice. Either that or the current Alfa Romeo. I think. Oh yes, I like yes. I like, yeah, I, like, I really like those. That's keeps nice, isn't it? Yeah. Or maybe or maybe the uh, Jaguar F1 livery. I like oh, how that yes. works. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sort of the similar darker screen to. It is. Similar so, to yeah. the jewel on the screen. Yep. Yeah. But my personal favourites would be the ones I've got from Arkham. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Now. My answer, I mean, I've got three, I've got three 118th race cars already. They're all among cars. Um, what car would I like next? Well, it's, it's, it's when I go to, well, when I go to race meetings, uh, I always go to the model shops uh, looking for this car, but I haven't found it yet. I would like a 118th Rebellion Le Mans car. Um, now, there is a 118th Rebellion Le Mans car, but unfortunately it's the 20, oh gosh, was it the, is it 2020 colour scheme? Um, well, they, they have sort of a one-off colour scheme uh, for the race, um, which, which I don't really want. I, I want the sort of, um, the 2019 Rebellion Le Mans car. Unfortunately, you can't seem to get that uh, in, in 118th. But every time I go to race meeting, I go to the model shops, hoping there might be a 118th uh, 2019 Rebellion Le Mans car, but uh, I'm still waiting. Mind you, it's quite, in some ways, it's quite good because they are very expensive. If I saw it, I'd have to buy it, and, and, and they are quite expensive things. So, excellent. Right. Um, moving on. What's next? So, now we have got next year's or well, this year's, uh, next season's 2021 F1 Constructors predictions. Well, that's going to be easy. You that's going to be easy. I'm, I can guarantee you I will get this right. 100% I'll, well, wow. we're all getting it right, won't we? Wow, okay. Blimey. I'm glad Should I, I kick off with this, Joe? Certainly. I think well, we might my, have to my prediction. Well, I, my prediction for the Constructors Championship going to be really radical here and say, would you believe it, Mercedes? No, I meant all 10. I was going to say, I think that's pretty easy. I meant oh. all 10. I was going to say, I'm surprised how you can put all 10 in that order that confidently. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought, OK. But um, I, I, think, I think we'd all agree on that number one as being Mercedes. <laughs> OK, well, I can do second place. Second will be Red Bull. OK, <laughs> third place. Third place gets interesting. So places. In contention yeah. for that, really, it could be all manner of teams. It could be Aston Martin. It could be McLaren. It could be Ferrari. Yeah. Perhaps Alpine getting their, their nose in. Maybe even AlphaTauri. Yeah, you're right. Okay. The third place is of interest. Are you, are you, yeah. Are you going to say, you're going to make your predictions then? Uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to go with the same as you. So I'm going to go with <laughs> Red Bull. Um, but then in third place, I'm going to have Aston Martin. I think Sebastian okay. 
is is going to perform in a, an environment where he actually feels quite comfortable, unlike you know 2020 Sebastian in uh, subject to uh, third place Joe, I would go for McLaren. And Ed, who would you go for? I think McLaren I, I definitely. I just think and with Ricardo there. P four, for me, I'd go McLaren then. And who would you go for for people? In P four. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with Aston Martin. I'd probably go for Ferrari. Oh, really? Well, the, yeah. I mean, they they can't. I guess. Yeah, they had a poor season last season, but. Uh, they're going to come back eventually, aren't they? Um, well, um, well, should we just do the top top yeah, five? Five. Okay. Yeah. Who's your fifth, Joe? Uh, my fifth would then be Ferrari. Uh, what have I done? I've done. Uh, um, fifth place. Well, it's Ferrari oh. and Alpine, really, isn't it? It's a toss up. Or for you, it's between. Who's um, who's the, Aston me, who's, who's the other Renault driver? It's Ocon and who? Alonso. Oh, oh that, uh, Renault. I, I go Renault for fifth place then. There we go. That's my top five. Fifth, I've got oh, um, Ferrari. Right. Okay. I, I, so that those are our predictions for the man, for the manufacturers. Um, perhaps next week, Joe, we, we can do the predictions for the drivers' championship top five. Um, should we go on to? Good. I'm quite excited about this. Shall we go on to uh, the question round? Let's go for yeah, it. Right. So, um, so I got, I've got questions for both Joe and Ed. Um, this won't work brilliantly on, on the radio. It probably works best on television. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to put some, I've got some picture questions for them. Um, so Ed, I'm putting in a, a, a picture into chat. And I want you to tell me whose racing helmet this is. I'll just describe it to the listeners. It's kind of grey with sort of multicolored what appears to be M's or W's on it. Um, any on the thoughts, Twitter. Ed? I still can't see it. Um, oh, it's on the meeting chat. Are you on chat? Give me a second. I'm sure it'll come through. OK, I'm going to do the next one as well. This is one of the... Oh, oh, sorry. It helps if I press the arrow. This is just me being tough. Sorry. That, that yeah, was my fault. I didn't press the arrow to send. Right. Okay, Ed. Oh, yeah, I know. Do you recognise that? Easy, easy, easy. Who is it? That's Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Okay. The next one. The next one's hard to describe, actually, because it's... because So we can put it on the Twitter. These modern-day racing helmets, there's so many colours on them, they're not actually very distinctive at all. Here's the next one. Well, I got that on immediately, sir. So. Okay, yeah, what, about, what about this one then? The, the next one, oh, which is yeah. yeah, I know that is. Who who is it? That's Grosjean's. Yeah, it's it is. Okay. Yes. Right, Joe, you, Ed, brother, you make good on racing helmets. <laughs> Let's see what you're like on identifying racetracks. So here's your third and final question from me. Um, so I'm just pasting it into chat. I'm sending this. This will okay. This will test you a bit. Um, whilst Ed is pondering, we've got a sort of oh, left-hand corner. You can't see it. Oh, here we go. Oh, um, we've got a left-hand corner with 
gravel trap on the outside, yeah, yeah, very short, that. straight to a left, right, there's a grandstand behind it. What, what, where is it, Ed? Is that Hockenheim? It is, it, it is Hockenheim. It's the, well it's the final sequence yeah. of Hockenheim. Well, I'll tell you what, next week I'll have to do better and make them much harder. Uh, Joe, yeah, I'm I've giving got you, Joe, I'm giving you two racetrack questions. Here's the first one. It's a picture. Um, it's a picture. Okay, just waiting for it to load with me. Yeah, I have, I know I have sent it. Yeah, I know it's just loading for me. Loading image, it should be there now. Yeah. Do you recognize that? Yes, I do. Where, where is that? It is. And do you know the corner? You probably do, actually. Corner? Um, it's not a rouge. It is. It oh, is. is it? It is. Oh, we okay. have a picture of a, I think it's oh, a Mercedes, yes. uh, apexing O rouge, and just about to go up the just hill to Radio. Yeah. Um, now, the next picture, again, it's all in the Twitter feed, is lots of color in this one we have a, a a left right chicane and as well on the outside of the racetrack there's lots of blue um you look like bemused by that joe any you know you know where that is have you posted it or uh i haven't pressed send again i keep on doing this uh... i've sent it now Okay, I'm waiting for it to come on on my end. Okay. Yeah, when you oh, described, yes. I thought, oh yeah, I, this, uh, I know yeah. this. This is, yeah. um, this is in France. This it is. The, uh, I'm just trying to think, is it the Mistral Strait? Uh, uh, it's on uh, the Mistral Strait. It's, is it Mistral Chicane? It is, it is the Chicane on, on the Mistral. Well yeah. done, I've got one more for you. I made a slight mess of it there. Let's try this again. Uh, I'm just copying and pasting it into chat. Let's get this right this time. Paste. There we go. And the last one is a diagram of a racetrack. Okay, just waiting for it to load. It's, 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 there we go. It's with you now. The anticipation. This should be there. Okay, hang on. Oh, there we are. Now that is China. So, it Shanghai. Is. so the it current is. circuit, well, not the current anymore, uh, so there's not a Chinese Grand Prix in 2021. Uh, this, this, as you can see from the diagram, classic Herman Tilke uh, layout, long straight into ridiculously slow corners. There's Maybe. one fast S, S section and that's it. There we go. Uh, Joe, do you have any, because we did say we would start I've got on thread. Yes. Can... Okay. You, okay. You're going to put that. That's a picture, is it? No, it's not. It's a question to take question. memory. Okay. Uh, yeah, then, Joe. So this is from the there's part A and part B. You'll like right. that, sir, as a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> um, so part A, who came P8 oh, in blimey. the F1 2020 season? Oh, I think I know. I think I might know this. Is that Alex Albon? Oh no, I'm talking about constructors. I oh, mean constructors. Yeah, I uh, mean I can read. I'll look that up, and that will be part B. Right. Okay. Um, talking constructors. Here, here in constructors. Um, I'm having to think here. 
It's, it's one of two, but I'm... Give them both, because it is a quite a difficult question. There's Haas or Alfa Romeo. It is. Take a guess which one it is. Um, we'll go Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo is correct. And oh, part B, the driver's constructors, will say again, PA, it wasn't Alex Albon. It was someone who you would thought would have been higher. Someone Just take a guess. Been... I reckon it's pretty difficult, this. I thought he would have been higher than P7. P, uh, P8, sorry. Alex Albon is in P7. And uh, Lando Norris is in P9. Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc is the correct answer. Well done. Nicely done for this week. And next week, I'll have a question for you, sir. So you've got that to look yeah. forward to. Yeah, you didn't manage to find me a picture then. Uh, I can get you one now. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, Mr. Burr, do you want my question? Oh, yes, please. Okay. So this kind of links in with um, last week's question, if you can remember that. Uh, probably can't, but carry on. Yes, I do. No, I do. It was an 80s Formula 1 question, yeah. All right. So reigning world champion Keke Rosberg won only yeah. one race in 1983. Where uh, did he yes. take that victory? Uh, his only victory in 1983, Ed, was at the Monaco Grand Prix. It was. Yeah, it was. I, I, it was a. It was a sort of. Um, I think the track was damp, and was he the now he was either the only one on slicks or the only one on wet. I think he was the only driver on slick tyres. Uh, I don't think he qualified on pole. He might have been on the second row, but um, he took a risk. Uh, slick tyres on a sort of dampest track, and uh, I think sort of dominated the race. Yeah, I remember that well, actually. Thank you for that. I, I am enjoying these 80s questions, Ed. Now, this Fantastic, is a circuit. Right? Oh, you've got Your something other for me. speciality. Yeah, you're putting this in just the... Um... To, I'm just trying to stall whilst I uh, wait for the technologies to keep up. Okay, there we are. Save. Go into Teams. Okay. Ooh, and it should be in the meeting chat. Yeah, I have. I am waiting. Let's see how quickly I can. It hasn't appeared yet. Okay, folks. I don't want you to tap uh, on the image because then it will tell you what it is. No, 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 no. I, I would never do that. Good. I would never do that. Right. So we are waiting. We are Look, watching. Here, me. here we go. It's loading. Oh, oh no. yes. Oh, yes. Right. OK, that's quite a straightforward one. We talked about this the other day, actually. We did, Because yeah. um, talking about who designed it, it's uh, it's Cotter, Circuit of the Americas. Uh, again, uh, yeah, I can see because you were saying it was designed by Herman Tilke, and again, we've got right long angle straights corners, into very slow corners. Yeah. And a flat out. I mean, flat out I, have to say, I have to say, Circuit of the Americas features one of the worst sections of track I've ever seen. If you look at the, the diagram, you, you see the long back straight goes into a very slow right-hander, yeah. which goes into a very, sorry, very slow left-hander, which goes into a very slow right-hander hairpin, which goes into a very slow left-handed hairpin. That sequence there of those three corners is the most Mickey Mouse section of racetrack I think there is. It's like a sort of go-kart section of track. Um, that's, that's quite a shame as well, because in that part of the track, you got the massive tower um, where spectators yes. are so far to have one of the worst pieces of track. I know. Next to you, one of the best 
You know what they should what they should do, Ed, is they should continue that back straight bit. They're going to the left hander, which goes into that very nice double apex, very fast right hander. Yeah. Sir, I've got one more one more photo based okay. question yep. for you. Yeah. And I'm going to show you a part of a home straight or a pitch straight. Yeah. And you have got to tell me where it is. If you can't, I'm going to okay. enlarge it. Keep on enlarging okay. it until you get the whole straight. Okay. Or until you get this, it. okay, this is interesting. So you're going to show me a picture of a car, basically, and then no, I've, no, well, a picture of of a pitch straight. You'll see what I mean when you first see it. Yeah. Can I can I have my first attempt at the yes, answer? You can. Uh, I think that's Indianapolis. That is correct. I'll now show you the whole image. Okay. Sort of picture where it is. This is either going to be the F1 race or the 500. Uh, and there we go. That there's the start finish straight of the of the Indianapolis Raceway. Thank you for that. There you are. Um, Joe, I, I'm rather hoping that our listeners have got the Twitter feed. Um, <laughs> this won't be particularly interesting, will it? I guess what we should have done is is mind you, the, the Twitter feed is quite easy to access, isn't it? Joe and Ed, did you, it is. Yes. You're nodding. So how do they access the Twitter feed, Joe? <laughs> I'm not signaling. sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it's exactly called. I think it's um, SJC Pit Stop or SJC Radio. Oh, no, it's SJC Radio. I, I think. I think it's SJC Radio now. Is isn't that right? Well, after ask the producer Tom when he's back. I, th- I think I think we're right on that. But, okay, um, good. Well, it seemed, to work, it seemed to work very well last week. Anyway, let, let's hope they've got well. Twitter. Uh, right. Okay. Um, Ed, what's next? Are we on uh, to Joe's fact of the week? Not yet, sir. Not, not yet. yet. You've got to wait a not little bit for the yet. best part of the show. Okay. <laughs> We've now got Who Am I with Ed. Oh, yes. Yes, Who Am I? Yes, I forgot all about that. Right, okay. Hi. I'm assuming, Ed, are you doing this? Yep. Okay. We're, we're, I, I won't shout out if I know it. I'll say, Ed... Once I know who it is, I'll say I know who it is. I won't tell you. So we'll give Joe an opportunity to get the answer. Okay. Ready. <laughs> All right. So same sort of clues as last week. Yeah. Um, so I was born on the 19th of January, 1980. Oh, hold on. 1980s. So they're going to be, okay, they're going to be early 40s. No, 40. 40. So probably retired. Carry on. My first race win was at the 2006 Hungarian Grand Prix. And my last win was at the 2012 Brazilian Grand Prix. Oh, hold on, hold on. 2006. I think I've got the answer, Ed. 2006, Hungary. And the last win was? 2012, Brazil. 2012, uh, Brazil. Right. Okay, keep going. I think I've got an answer, but I'm not 100% sure. Carry on. I have 15 race wins and eight pole positions. Oh, 15. That's it. Uh, well, no, good, no, no. Yeah, I th- I'm going to stick with my set. Yeah, carry on. And I raced for seven teams. Oh. Williams. Yeah. Benetton. Yeah. Renault. Yeah. BAR. Honda. Yeah. McLaren and Braun. Yeah. Um, I, my, my answer that I, that I got up which I came up with after your second clue, it's definitely right. And I think Joe knows the answer. Joe? Yeah, I know. Is it Jensen Button, the popular man of today's show? 
Yeah, that's correct. Well done. We well, when you mentioned those teams, then, how many teams did you say? Seven. Seven. Seven of course, I think two, sorry, let me see. Benetton became Renault and VAR became Honda. Which, so you didn't physically move teams. Yeah. Th- those teams were bought out by uh, manufacturers. So Benetton was bought by Renault and VAR was bought by Honda. Sorry. And VAR was bought by Honda. Yes, that is right. It is right. That, very good. I like the way you linked that. Do you deliberately link that to the news, Ed? Or was no. that a coincidence? Oh, it's like good. last week, I, last weekend I did this, and then oh, the news came like a few days after. It was a nice, just a nice sort of symmetry there. So good, yeah. Ed, well done. I like that. That, that, that is working really well. Right, are we now, Joe, are we now onto the highlight of the week? Joe is <laughs> up looks very, very excited. Oh. <laughs> we very it's much are to the week okay okay we... i'm i'm gonna make it into a question yeah. uh, and then the answer will obviously then be a yeah. fact yeah where was the first grand prix ever and where was it and when i, I think, think i know, I know this yeah ed, ed over to you i think it was at silverstone in 1950 no, I think I think Ed's thinking of the Joe. I think Ed is thinking of the first Formula One World Championship race. Yes, well, he well, is. I think I am. I think the first Grand Prix, Joe, was at Le Mans. Yes. Joe, is that right? Now the year, I I don't really know if I'm honest. Um, I'm going to guess. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't have a clue actually. Let's go. 1911. I mean, I... It was 1895. Really? Okay. And it had an average speed of 24 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There we are. Yeah. That's, that's Edge, what you... Edge, yours was the first Formula One World Championship race. That was at Silverstone. Yeah. So that was a yeah. good answer, Ed. Well done. Joe, very good question. And for, yeah. for uh, clarity there, um, Ed has stumbled upon one of my next facts for Fact of the Week, which was oh. where and when was the first uh, Formula One Grand Prix? That was in oh, Silverstone. That. Yeah. Uh, that was in 1948. 1948? I thought it was... Oh, no, sorry, sorry. 1950, you were right. Yeah, well done, uh, And it was attended by George VI, uh, Queen Elizabeth and Princess Margaret. Very there good. we are. Who won that race, Joe? I don't know, sir. I wasn't alive. I wasn't there to oh. watch it. Actually, funny enough, nor was I. <laughs> no, my fact of the week doesn't stretch to facts of the week, I'm afraid, sir. <laughs> right. Now, I've got a feeling um, that wraps it up. It Ed? does. Very good. So, um, this weekend, if you, if you want to watch some really good motorsport, IMSA TV is the place to go to. And the only problem with that is that the race, of course, Daytona's in Florida and they're about seven hours behind us. So it's quite difficult for me to watch because it starts, I think it starts probably Saturday evening. So mm. it, it's well, Saturday, probably Saturday night. So, so 
the early hours, um, it's getting towards the bedtime basically. So um, really good event though. So that really, I think is pretty much the only motorsport on. So um, we'll meet again next Friday. So it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me, Joe. And goodbye from Ed. This was an SJC Radio production, written and presented by Mr Bird, Joe and Ed. The editor was Mr Bird, and it was produced by Tom Russell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the About page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well